Yo, 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 ski, everybody. Welcome back to the Planet Rum Podcast with the World Revolves Around Me. As always, I'm King Rum. And I'm Jerry. Yes, yes, yes. And this is episode... Oh, shit. <laughs> not... What, what, what happened? It's episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget... Don't forget if you look... If you're listening to this on Spotify, share it with a friend. Make sure you share my uh, Spotify code. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you write the show five stars so we can get so we move up the algorithm and bring in new listeners. And if you're li- if you're watching the YouTube version, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell notification button every time I upload a podcast. But enough with the bull. So, as you know, in a previous episode, we talked about the Astro World tragedy. And how it's affecting, it, it it was a very affecting thing that happened. And now Rolling Loud, California. Uh, Rolling Loud is a, uh, is a, um, bi, I think about like a bi-monthly um, music festival. Usually hosts people like Trippy Red, Exocastentacion, Ski Master Slump Guy, you know, those type of caliber people. It is saying, it is stating now that they will only be accepting people above the age of 18, uh, who are only 18 years and older. In a statement by Rolling Loud, they said, we welcome everyone to experience our festival. However, in light of recent events, we'll be implementing an 18 plus policy specific only to our upcoming 2021 California festival. We'll be giving all ticket purchasers who are under the age of 18 the option to either roll their tickets over to next year's 2022 California Festival or receive a refund. Refund or rollover requests must be made through the original purchaser's front gate account during the the period beginning November 23rd at 9 a.m. PST and ending November 26th at 12 p.m. PST. Additional information will be made available on our FAQs at rollingloud.com slash help. So, how... Okay, I'm gonna ask you this: Is this is this a is this a good move? In light of what happened uh, all throughout Asher World, uh, the the youngest victim obviously being nine years old, uh, do you think this is a good move by Rolling Loud? And should other festivals take this take this chance and opportunity to do the same thing? Well, I'll say that I don't think like like I, I think it's a it's it's better than doing nothing right and right. It, it shows that they're aware of the fact that there needs to be a change like clearly something that happened went wrong so that's just their way of trying to lessen the liability and I understand that however I don't think people are going to focus too much on, well, uh, the fact that it was a kid makes it makes it uh, tragic. The it's just the fact that a person, a human being, um, unfortunately died due to that event, and it's like, well, yeah, you're putting a an age limit, but why not just restrict the event altogether and it's money it's like no matter how bad a situation is if someone thinks that they can make money off of a off of a scenario or off of an event whatever they whatever event they make 
they're going to go through with it no matter how many things they have to change. They'll never completely nullify it and get rid of it. Right. So I feel like on one hand, they're trying to make a change. On the other hand, they're trying to appease to some people so that they can keep so that they can keep the money growing. Right, right, right. So you just think that, you know, lessening, lessening the, uh, the, the age or no, not, not even the lessening, but, uh, increasing the age does nothing to account for what happened at Astroworld. Exactly. Yeah. Because the people, from what I understand, you said, was that the only victim, or there were a few there more was, people that died? Actually, actually, no, there was a... The nine-year-old, he died uh, weeks... Uh, I think I want to say like a week or days later, uh, he had succumbed to his injuries. So he was the ninth person to have, to have died from the world thing. Right. So it's, it's like the other victims, ones that were hurt, and the ones that died that don't fit that age range they're older that's like saying okay yeah we're sorry but you know we're still gonna well i get it they're not really forcing anyone to go but at the same time it's like sometimes you have to think for the people right there's not a lot of people out there that's going to be like well well on one hand there's going to be people that that are saying well okay maybe i shouldn't go to this event because of what happened uh, this time, maybe I should give it give it a little a little time before I just jump back into that type of environment, especially the people that survived that incident. But then those very same people could also be capable of not not taking this lesson into account. I'm not saying that it's their fault, but you know, it 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 had to have taken multiple people to make this happen and the people to get injured. So it's like you think for the people by getting rid of the event altogether because at that point there's no event that they could go to i mean at least you're lowering the risk and that's even more so than just simply increasing the well restricting the uh age range yeah so it's like you know yeah it's, it's like it, it it helps but it's just i don't think people are gonna really I don't think people are going to take that um, as it's meant to be taken because they're they're like, well, yeah, that 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 puts the mindset like, okay, it was it was a kid. If a kid gets hurt, then we take this issue more seriously. But if just adults got hurt, that can make their own decisions and that are more capable of surviving an incident like that, you know, water under the bridge. That that's what that sounds like to me, and I think that's what it might sound like to a lot of different, a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I definitely feel you. I think, I think, yeah, it's a step. Like, like you, like you said in the beginning, it's a step in the right direction. But it's just like you're you're validating all those other people that died. It's just like all you're doing is just raising raising the. Uh, all you're doing is just lowering a risk that could still potentially happen. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it should be more of you need to have more security or have beefed up security along with that as well. Because, you know, if I was if I was there and I witnessed all that shit happen, I'd be very hesitant to go to another concert. Or even if 
even if I was like a, a, a bystander, as I am now, uh, I'd be very fucking hesitant to go to another concert. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be in like a concert type of mood because, you know, like, yeah, you get to go see all your new people and all the people that you love, you listen to. But on another hand, it's just like, we are what? Months. Not, we're not even a month removed from that. We're probably like only a few weeks removed from that whole debacle and you still want to go out and have fun. Like, I get it. You want to go have fun and you want to go, you know, um, experience things that you probably haven't experienced before. Like, yeah, like me, I've, I have yet to go on a con to a concert. Um, but this is going to be make this is going to make me a little bit more, more hesitant to go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Amina, he's coming, uh, he's a, he's a rapper. He, he's coming down here in, um, in, um, March, I think I want to say March or, or February. And, you know, even though I really want to go, I'm gonna be a little hesitant to go. Like, I mean, I'll probably make my decision about when that time comes, but at the same time, I'll be like, I don't know. Cause you know, this whole thing is just like, cause yes, a kid died and that is fucking horrible. But to know there's somebody like me or somebody like Jerry could die from that as well, because people don't know how to stop or you don't know, they don't know how to control themselves when they're at a concert like that. It's terrifying. It's terrifying for anybody. And, you know, at this, at the end of the day, I value my life and I value my, 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 uh, my security. So while, yes, I do think this is a very good step in the right direction. I do say it's not, I don't, I particularly don't think it's not enough. I don't think it's enough. I really don't think it's enough. Like beef up security, do some other stuff, make sure, assure that shit like this is not going to happen. You know, I've seen waves of videos of just, you know, people at concerts, the, the performers, the artists themselves, you know, stopping concerts because, you know, they see people uncomfortable because they do not want to be in the, in the, in the hot seat like Drake and Travis Scott. Cause I don't know if you saw, but their lawsuits are up to at least $2.1 billion for what happened at Astroworld regarding security, safety, and of course the deaths of those family of those families. So I, it's a very scary time for people in hip hop right now. And it's a very scary time for concert goers as well. So do I think this is a good move? Yes. Do I think that it should be the only move? No, honestly, I think, I, honestly, in my opinion, I think we should take a break from concerts for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? That, that was way too many people that should have died. That, it, it might not seem like a lot, but nine, but nine bodies on your hands at your concert, that's a lot. That's a lot compared to, you know, one, even if it was only like three people, that's still a lot. That's still a lot of people who died. Because you have to take a look at it. Like, if it was back in like the 80s or the other 90s, man, that shit would have been uh, swept under the rug and we never would have, we never would have heard about it for another 20 years until we got like a documentary about it years later. So, we live in a world with, with cell phones and social media and stuff like that where shit like that don't go away. You know, as much as Travis wants to hide away or run from this, he can't. And I'm, I, I think that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So, if you if you do go to these concerts, be safe. Practice safety. If stuff gets starts to get way too heavy for you, please go find somewhere to go so you do not have to end up in those situations. So, 
So that way people don't have to tell you or your your mom or anybody in your family does not have to see you in a body bag. Like that's that's just that's too much. But um that's all I got to say on the situation. It's uh, like I said it's a developing it's going to be a developing story. So um let's hope let's see what happens when the uh I, I don't know when the date is. Let me check and see. Um because uh, this is uh, it's taking place in Cali, uh, Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud, California. Uh, it is going to be December tenth through the twelfth. So, whew. stay safe, y'all. Um, practice safety. Hope everybody is good. Yeah. Um, but enough of that sad shit. Let's get into our next topic, which equally is sad. Um, let's start you off with a question as always, Mr. Jerry. Um, do you think it's very important to hold people accountable? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, why do you think so? I can barely hear you. <laughs> it just, uh, I was, I was going to say, it teaches them, it teaches them humility and gives them a sense of, uh, a sense of right and wrong, a better, a better perspective on how someone else, how they made someone else feel. Because they're the people that do things that don't know how it affects people. And then there's the people that don't care to know how it affects people. And that's what separates the two but they they do the same they kind of they kind of do the same thing with different mindsets but you still hold the person accountable no matter what their intentions were or no matter what they're doing or saying because some people either know but they need clarity on it like yeah they know what they're doing is wrong but they still don't know how it's affecting the other person mm -hmm. and holding people accountable i think it does provide some type of closure uh, for for anybody, because um, you ne you never know. Like if uh, if I'm doing something wrong, and I would want to know the effect it has on people. Because I mean, I'm I'm always curious. Like the things that I do, how does it? How does how does one? How would one take it on average? And how should it be taken? And how, what should I do? You know, going on about what I do in the future. Got you. Got you. I will be honest with you. I um I feel like myself and, and this is something I have to work on. I don't think I hold people accountable enough. Um it's cuz you know you know me. I'm a people person. I love helping people. I love doing stuff for people. Um so I kind of get lost in that that lust of seeing people with a smile on their face. Uh, no matter what it is I'm doing for them, it's kind of hard to... It's kind of hard to let people know when they fuck up. And it's honestly hard for me to tell them that they fucked up. Um, because let's be honest... <laughs> 
Uh, people will be so quick to tell me when I fuck up or when I do something wrong. Yet, when you call them, when I do, when I do finally decide to speak up, it's like, oh, you know, this, that, and the third, and you, fuck you, this, that, and the third. Like, you know, I, I, you know, people, people love to tell me when I'm wrong, but people hate to hear when they're wrong. And, you know, it's just how life goes. You know, some people just don't want to hear that shit, but it's unfortunate because half the time it's not, it's not even coming from a place of rudeness or, you know, negativity. It's just a, a part, it's just a part of life. It's just how you, you roll the dice. Like you, if you, if I want to be a good friend, I have to tell you the truth. I can't just sit here and lie to your face and you know, be a yes man all the time. I have to, like, I can't just sit by and have you thinking this is right when it's definitely wrong. And, you know, sometimes I let that shit boil over a little bit too much. Then it, tur it, it turns from me being a helpful friend to a fucking argument. And shit, you know, some, <laughs> sometimes, you know, I get lost in, I get lost in trying to help people so much that, you know, I get blind to all the red flags in front of me. But, um, uh, in a, in a friendship, what's the number one thing that you should hold somebody accountable for? I would say it's more of a generalization than it is something specific, but I would say, um, Holding them accountable for the things that they promise. Mm. Especially if they keep saying that they'll do it. Like if you if you're reminding them and then they say, Yeah, I got you, or yeah, I'll uh I'll do it uh this time. And you you just, you know, as a friend, you remind them and remind them. And if they keep saying it, you're like, Okay, well it's not a no. They're telling me that they'll do it and they're not like going back on it they're saying like hey they're not they're not saying hey about that thing i won't be able to do it anytime soon or they're, they're telling you like yeah i'll do it I'll, I'll get it done and that lets you know like hey they're okay that they're they're actually trying to work on it or they're actively working on whatever it is that i asked them to or whatever it is that they told me to do and it's like on one hand they forget on the other hand they just don't want to either they don't Out, they don't say no, but they say yes because they don't know how to say yes. It's like say yes, it's it's uh, something they will just say yes and say yes to me. Oh, yes. wait, your audio is kind of coming out. Yeah, <laughs> I can barely hear you. For real. Oh, for real, that ass. All right, but uh, uh, continue. <laughs> continue All right, just that um, I think it's only for people that it's only for people that you need to remind things that they promise you. Mm -hmm. Um, we could even use money for example. Like if you have to constantly keep telling them that oh, like you know you're gonna give me that money, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, I got you. It's like I'd rather someone just tell me. 
I'm not gonna be able to get get it for you. I just rather they say no, I'm not gonna pay you back, and I'll just I I would accept that eventually. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that soon. <laughs> Probably, it might take me a few days, it might take me a few months, but I'll I'll get over it. Might take me a year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I might never get over it. Yeah. But yeah, I just crazy how you had money to buy that laptop. Can't pay me back though. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, I feel you though. Yeah. I think what, what would you say? I think, um, whew, it, it, it's tough because it's not it's not a lot of things. Because I can think of a million and one things for relationships. But a friendship, I'd probably say holding them accountable on fuck. It's tough. It's tough because, you know, with friendships, it's kind of cut and dry. You know what I'm saying? That's basically, that's basically like a brother, a sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, it's like a non-blood, non-brother, non-blood sister. You know what I'm saying? Um... Um, it, it, it's tough because, you know, friends will, you know, friends are, you know, like I said, cut it and dry. Like, you know, I, I can tell you shit, you know what I'm saying? I can tell you, I can basically talk to you about anything, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you'll be honest with me. Um, so it's kind of tough to say, but I guess I'll just piggyback off of what you said, you know, keeping promises and, you know, not, um not having to constantly remind them of the shit it, it it does at a point get annoying you know um it also it also makes you it also makes them kind of look bad in this in a in a term because like you know that person because you know you know when you first like that first six months that you know a person like that's like that's like a honeymoon phase for a relationship like that person can do no wrong. It's like when you reach that one year or like two, even two year mark, you start to see, you know, them, you know what I'm saying? So it's, um, it's like, you know, damn, like, get my money, nigga. Like, <laughs> like I gave you $35 for that punk ass game that you wanted and I ain't got my shit back. I gotta buy toothpaste, nigga. Give me my thirty-five dollars. <laughs> down, my tube over here looking as empty as fuck. Like, <laughs> but nah, um, yeah, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Say, like, holding them accountable on promises and things that they say that they're gonna do. Like, just you know, definitely hold them accountable on that. But let's move into, let's actually let's move into work how like holding people accountable because i think you're um because i know i know i know you have to hold a lot of people accountable at work so in a work setting what's the number one thing you have to hold somebody accountable for i would say that's a good one i would say maybe if they tell me that they're and it's kind of plain, I would say, maybe 
if they tell me that they're hovering for me, especially if they were the ones to bring it up in the first place, if they tell me that, hey, uh, I'll cover you for your shift, mm. but they don't, next thing you know, I'm... They're talking, well, my manager talks to me and is like, how come nobody covered for you or whatever? And I'm just like, well, I already communicated that with someone else. And sometimes I find myself uh, communicating to some of everyone just to, just for one simple action. Like, hey, I got to communicate to my manager, my other coworkers that work alongside me, my PAs. Like, just, just to say like, oh, I'm not going to be coming in or... Uh, I just need to go do something real quick, uh, get somebody to cover for me or make sure this person specifically is covered for me. If not, get someone else. Because if I don't do that, then I'm the one that's held accountable because that was my shift to begin with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, that's tricky. That's tricky business. I, I, I would say holding people accountable as to like when you're working together on something like if I'm going to put in my 50%, you're going to have to put in your 50%. I can't constantly be looking over my shoulder and you're not working the, to the capacity that I am. You know what I'm saying? You're constantly going off and be like, oh, I forgot something or, oh, oh I need this or, oh, I'm going to go charge my phone. I'm just like, like, we start our shift at the same time. We come in at the same time. They tell us to go do our shit at the same time. If I'm constantly having to having to look over my shoulder and you're gone every 15 minutes or, you know, you're not working as fast as I am, it kind of gets, you know, a little bit irritable or, you know, a little bit, um, it, it kind of gets a little bit frustrating. Um, cause I'm over here working my ass off and you're barely putting in 20, 30%, you know, it's, you know, it's just not, it's just not it's not it's not fair to me because what am I going to like cuz then if cuz then I, I look like the asshole if I tell the manager like oh why are we not done here and I have to say oh well he's not working as fast as he can and then you come at me like I didn't done something wrong it's like it's not fair cuz you know we had a job in the first place you know what we had to do you know about how much work we have like, don't act, don't act silly to the fact that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, this sugar heavy. Like, come help me, nigga. Like, <laughs> like, don't, don't be, don't be so quick to jump down my throat when I didn't say anything at all. But then that, that becomes another problem because then the manager comes at me and says, well, if your if your coworker wasn't picking up the pace, why didn't you tell him? You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's very important that you nip you nip shit like that in the you bud, like for like the first side that you see it, nip it in the bud. Don't don't be so quick to jump. Don't be be like, oh, well, maybe they're just having a rough. No, no, fuck that. You came into work, you came into work. We gotta get this shit done. I'm gonna tell you right away. I'm gonna be like, hey, I need you to pick your shit up. You know, I need you to pick your speed up. Um. I would say another way would probably be, um, like, if they tell, if they ask us to stay over, and I need your help with something, and you go and clock, and you you stay and help me for like thirty seconds, and then leave and go clock out. No, 
Absolutely not. Like, nah, we, now we got a box. Now, now we in the front of the Walmart boxing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, now I gotta, now, now instead of showing you my time clock, I gotta show you my hands. Like, that's, that's, that's unnecessary. That's unnecessary. And it's not, it's not needed. So, um, like, hey, like, be like, hey, I know you, I know you really want to go out of here, but I'm telling you, like, we're almost done. They asked us to do this. I need your help. Like, seriously. Um, let's like just get let's get this done so we can all go home. And then not only that, you get a, some extra pennies on your paycheck. You know what I'm saying? So, and who doesn't <laughs> love who doesn't love money? You know what I'm saying? Um, can you think of another way? I would say, I guess when. This is probably like in the early early stages of me working. Um, maybe when my managers would try to get me get my account set up and everything, and I needed them to give me authorization to get to access the links that they sent me. Right. And I think uh, I didn't have access even when my credentials were set up because I needed further authorization mm. and. My manager was telling me, like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll get you, uh, we'll get you set up because uh, they had me where, where I was. They had uh, I needed it, otherwise I'd have to use someone else's account, and that's frowned upon at the job because they want you to, if you're doing it, then you should be logged in to the computer. So, um, I tried to tell him, and I was like, yeah, well, I need it, and I'm, I don't mean to rush or or anything like that. It's just I want to make sure that I'm able to do my job. With, as efficiently as possible because there are times when the person's account that I'm signed into isn't always there and if they leave me and the computer shuts off due to inactivity or the battery dies I need their credentials to sign back in and they don't give it to me which I understand that right but it's like I don't want to have to find you every time that I need it done and like yeah I could keep the laptop on or the computer on, but if I'm like I'm there's I'm probably at the computer thirty percent of the time, thirty percent of my shift that I actually need the computer to do stuff, and I'd say the end of my shift after all the tickets that I've written up, I have to use the computer to write to write those. But then it's like that other seventy percent, I'm off the computer, I'm doing A, B, and C, I'm doing all this other stuff, and then by the time I finish. The computer's off, and I need their credentials to log back into the system. So I've tried getting my account set up for probably maybe three to four weeks of me being being there. God damn. So plus my manager was really hard to get a hold of. Like they don't really answer their messages. I kind of have to see them in person. So um but I did give them, I gave them like a heads up any, any time I told them like, hey, I'm going to try to come to you today or I'm going to try to see you today to get my account set up and whatnot. So I would give them like a heads up before even coming into work or the night before. So that way they could see it like in the, in the morning or something. Yeah. Like I, I, me, I, oh, another way is I'm not the type of person who takes off often. You know what I'm saying? If I'm taking off, it's probably for 
It's probably for a damn good reason. I'm not just taking off for shits and giggles. It'll, it'll probably be one time out of those times where I do take off for shits and giggles. But, you know, if I put in a time for a specific date that's like two or three week, three weeks away and you deny it right away without talking to me, now, see, now I got to throw my name tag at your head. See, like, we, we, <laughs> we, we could have avoided all that shit. But it it's it's one of those things where you know i'm a young person working around a lot of young people who take off when and whenever they they feel like it so i get it but at the same time it's just like talk to me before you just decide to deny my shit i put in a i put in a request to take off for my my cousin's wedding and they denied it literally the same day didn't give me no warning. Didn't try to talk to me. Didn't tell me to come to the at to the at the the office or anything. And now I'm sitting here looking like, did I do something wrong? Like, <laughs> like did, did I did, did I <laughs> did I piss off the wrong manager today? Like, <laughs> so I'm just sitting here like, that ain't uh, that ain't Gucci. And then it's like I go back, I go, I wait a week put in the same request and it gets it gets approved two hours later so i'm just like like what the fuck was the point of you denying it 30 30 seconds after i put it in like like that's and that's another thing hold your managers accountable as well your team leads your managers personnel Anybody who has an authority, uh, uh, an authoritative role over you, hold them accountable. Because if you feel like something is fucked up, you have to tell them. Because then that makes your work a little bit more stressful because they don't want to fix it. <clears throat> please, please don't, don't. At the end of the day, you are working for them. They are not working for you. You are the you are the you are literally the part of the glue that holds your store, your office, anything together. So if you're if you feel like your manager is not doing a good job being a manager, you need to go tell them so they can make sure that they can do a be a good job of being a manager. Because then if you if you sit back and be quiet about it, it's gonna continue to happen until you explode, and then you look like the bad guy because you waited too long to tell anybody. So, just because these people have free range over you, do not feel scared to talk to them. They are there for a reason, they are there to help, and they are definitely there to fix something that is obviously broken. But enough about me, though. <laughs> enough about me, though. Uh, let's, get, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this fucking podcast relationships what is a no what is what is the one thing that you need to hold your partner accountable for mm. uh. you want me to go first yeah sure okay Number one thing you should hold your accountable for your your partner accountable for is your time. I get it. I get it. 
Pookie Schnookums, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You want to be around me, and I get that. But you have to understand that my time is my time. And, you know, if I see you six times that week, I'm pretty sure I don't want to see you a seventh. And it's not because I don't love you. It's because you're kind of boring. Like, <laughs> nah, all jokes. But um, if you feel like you're spending too much time with your partner, and that is a thing. Trust me. Do not think that that's not a thing. Tell them. Talk to them. Do not be afraid or scared. It's the same thing with the manager thing. Do not be afraid to tell your partner how you feel and if you feel like you're spending too much time with each other. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're in love and you, you love that person so much, but sometimes people need space to breathe. If I'm seeing you 24-7, I'm going, like, it's not because I don't love you anymore, but it's just because, you know, I have a life too. You know what I'm saying? Before it... I think that's what I don't think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like before before you get together with your personal your your partner or whoever, they've had, they had a life before you and if you if you if you think I'm going to drop everything, I'm going to stop doing everything. I mean, I might drop the world, I might stop the world for you for like a couple of weeks or a month or two, but after that, it's back to business as usual just with you as an added benefit. It's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't, I don't fuck with you anymore. It's just because you know, I, I, I want to do the things that I do with you, but also have to do the things that I wanted, that I did before before we got together. So, just, yeah, it, 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 it all it talk, and you know what's crazy? All these things, all they do is take a talk. That's all it is. You just got to talk to that person. Uh, tell them how you feel. Tell them that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I think we're spending a lot of time together. Um, and it doesn't even have to be long. It could be just be like for a night. It could just be for our, uh, this night every other every other week. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be like oh fuck off. But <laughs> just you know establish. Oh, we're going back to episode one. Establish boundaries. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what about you? What do you think? Um, time is a pretty big one for me. Because um, it's like, I think time time to yourself is probably one of the most important things you can. Because that's the only time that you have to yourself where you can recollect on the day that you've just gone through. Because if you don't have time to think, no matter how small or how minuscule your day was and like in a sense meaningless like something happened in there that really isn't important really doesn't matter you still need time just because it was meaningless doesn't mean it was nothing right you need time to recollect and, and think to yourself and no matter how special a person is no matter how close they are you're not with them 24 7 so they you know more about yourself than anyone in this world so i think mm. You need time to yourself more so than you needing time with another person. Gotta put that on a t-shirt. You know yourself better than anybody else. Fuck yeah, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my bad, go ahead. But no, it's uh, that's pretty much just 
my take on that. Um, another thing, friends. Look, I tell my friends things about us because I trust that person. It is not because I'm thinking about breaking up with you. It is not because I don't think I don't. It's not that I don't want to come to you with it. It's just that, you know, sometimes in the heat of the moment, you say and do things that you don't mean. So if I'm going into something that we have a problem with without sitting and thinking about it first or at least talking to my my boys about it, it's. It's going to turn into something that it shouldn't turn into. So, I think um, I'm holding, let's say, let's say I'm holding you accountable for the things that you say. Say about my friends. Look, and that's the thing. A lot of girls don't understand why uh, a guy goes to his friends before they go to the to their woman. Well, plain and simple, they were there first. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that sounds kind of childish and kind of immature, but that's the honest truth. You know what I'm saying? I, they have been going through much more shit with me than you have here. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've known these people for two, three years plus, and I've only, we've only been dating for about a year, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a fact of, it's just a fact of, I know you're, because, you know, when you first start dating somebody, they're only going to tell you what you want to hear. Your friends are going to tell you the, the honest to God truth. Uh, and sometimes they may take my side and sometimes they may take your side. That's just how a friend is. You know what I'm saying? They they are a very unbiased, you know, monarch of who I am and what I say and how I say things. It is not it has nothing to do with me not loving you or not trusting you enough. That is far from the fucking truth. Um I just there there's just a level of comfortability. Uh comfort I feel comfortable with these niggas. <laughs> it's just, you know, like say say if a girl, I don't know, let's call her Tanya. Tanya came around, you know what I'm saying, and me and Tanya has a fight. Hey, Jerry, who am I going to first? Me. Oh! <laughs> and, if, and if I did something wrong first, Who's going to be right? Me. <laughs> and what you going to tell me to do? Apologize. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just how... It's just... Ed. We're making... A, we're making a joke about it, but it, it's... That's just how it is. You know, you got to be... Uh, you just gotta be, that's, that's just how it is. You don't, your friends, you, not necessarily say your friends come first, but, you know, why, like I said from the beginning, they were there first, you know? 
and like I said, they they sound kind of immature and kind of wild, but sometimes they give you they give that they give that little push to help the relationship out, and you know it's nobody better to turn to than a friend, so that's just how life works. Uh, you got anything else? Um, I think I might have one more thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much all I wanted to say about that. Um, I think making sure the relationship is fifty fifty. You know, you remember how I said that kind of about how like the work thing, like I need you to do your half of the work and I need you to do like if I'm not filling up to the task that because not every okay, not a relationship is 50 50. You know, sometimes sometimes somebody puts a little bit more in than that other person. And that's just how that's just how it is. Um, I need I need to know that. You know, I have to hold you accountable on if if I'm not feeling up to the task of, you know, not being there, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, I need to know that you're going to help pick up the pieces a little bit, you know, help help pick up the towels, if I like to say that. Um, I need to know that if I'm not feeling too hot, you're going to be there. Or if I'm not. If I'm not there, like, financially, you're going to help me out. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I'm just not, I'm just not all the way there sometimes. You know, some days be a little bit harder than than others. And if you expect me to be just here, just, like, physically on this plane of existence 100% of the time, you got to (laughs) go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Cause it is, it is too much to keep up with you, and work, and family, and friends, and any other endeavors that I might have, and be all the way there all the time. Like that's not, that's not fair. Like no, no, <laughs> Jerry. No, <laughs> like it's not, it's not fair at all. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of women in our age group expect us to be that. Like we have to, we have to just be there all the time. Cause essentially we're trying to help them be like that 100% of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like be financially emotionally physically good and if we focus so much on on you and never get attention for ourselves that makes that just like now you wonder why i'm stabbing somebody like <laughs> oh my god why did you stab him i lost it i dropped it i dropped a jar at work you what <laughs> All because you dropped a jar? Look, a lot of the things have been happening and that 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 jar of pickles that I broke it just <laughs> Imagine I imagine getting so mad because <laughs> you dropped a jar of pickles at work, you had to stab Oh my god. 
and they were the deal spears too. <laughs> oh my lord. But yeah, um, yeah, like if you feel like your partner is not picking up their half of their their part of the relationship, then just let them know. Talk to them. Just be be upfront and be um pretty cutthroat with them. But yeah, uh, I think that's all I got. You got any more anything else to say? Um. I guess just, uh, just I, I guess maybe think really carefully before. Um, like, yeah, it's it, it's it's cool to tell someone how you feel, but try to try not to speak a hundred percent from your heart when you're hurt. Because um, if you do that, whatever's going to come out is what's going to come out, and if you're hurt, you might hurt that person in the process and it might not be your goal or your intention to hurt them, but you just have to be mindful of how you word your issues and pain. Gotcha. Oh, dang. That's really good. Um, shoot. I don't, I don't know what to don't stab nobody. Cause you dropped a jar of pizza, pickles. Not just playing, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, holding people accountable really shows you how much you care about that person. So do not be afraid to say, like, like, like you said, do not be afraid to say how you feel. Just don't speak 100% from the heart. But if you say how you feel and you give clear and concise manner, then that just shows how much you care for that person and how much you mean to them. But, uh, uh, we're hitting our time right here, so uh, what would you like to say to the beautiful people before we go? Uh, stay safe. Don't go to concerts for a good year or two. Damn, a year? Damn, bro. <laughs> this is a concert in March, notch play. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, stay safe. Drink water. Drink plenty of water. Um, and, uh, yeah, this has been episode eight of the Planet Rhyme Podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. You can follow me on everything at King Robin. You can follow my boy here on Instagram at MED, no, at underscore MED4D. Fuck. You can follow him on YouTube at TYM Gaming. Oh, TYM underscore gaming. I keep forgetting those underscores, bro. Uh, but yeah, this has been the Planet Robin Podcast. I'd like to thank you guys for rocking it in our solar system, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.